Okay, good evening. Thank you for coming. Today I have a surprise. We have a shear for 10 minutes. No, let's see. It's a tiny mimer. And uh, the good part about the Thursday night shear is that it's beyond time. It's beyond time. Yes, it's on. Yeah. It is beyond time. That means that we have no limits on time. Now, when we say something is unlimited, it means unlimited in terms of you go high without an end and you go below without an end. It can be infinitely large and it can be infinitesimally small. So every year, we, every week we do infinitely large. This week we do infinitesimally small. It can be a share for two minutes and that's also a share. If it's a share that goes for an hour every week, then you can't, you know, but like this. In any case, <laughs> it's true. In the end of Parashas Teruma, I learned, we taught all the Maimarim in Teruma. Teruma actually doesn't have a lot of Maimarim in Torah, or only two Maimarim. So we learned already the two Maimarim in Torah, or plus many other Maimarim on Teruma. But we did not learn one tiny little piece in the end of Torah or in Parashas Teruma. What's unique about this tiny piece, Baruch the is that Torah or is generally Maimarim discourses from the Alter Rebbe. It's discourses from the Rebbe, but they're not, um, he didn't write it. It's recorded by whoever was the writers and they wrote it down. And there were different writers. Uh, Repinchas was a writer, Repinchas of Shklov, uh, the, the Mitla Rebbe wrote, Ramosha, the son of the Alter Rebbe wrote, uh, I think the Alter Rebbe's brother wrote. There were different writers who wrote. Uh, and from there, they, you get the Memorim. This small little piece is that he brings over here, Ksav Yad Kodesh Admor This is like the book of Tanya. It's the writing of the Alter Rebbe himself. And it's, and it's a explanation, according to Kabbalah and Chassidus, on the Indian of the Kruvim. The Kruvim are the two cherubs that are on the... On the uh, on top of the on top of the ur and on top of the ark and top of the kapiras. There's a kapir, There's the box, the ark made out of wood covered with gold. Inside of it is the luchos, the tablets. On top of that is the cover, which is called the kapiras. And then from the kapiras comes out these two bird-like figures. Their body was like bird-like, but their face was human-like. And the Gemara actually asks the question: What does kruv mean? Gemara says, what's a kruv? So the Gemara says, a kruv is a baby face. So the Gemara asks a question, but that doesn't make any sense, because it says, not over here, not regarding to these kruvim, but it says regarding, I think, to some kind of vision they had up there, where it says that one, 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 one of them had a face of a kruv, and the other one was a face of a man. But if you say that the kruv is also the face, a human face, so what is the distinction then between the one kruv that has a human face and one kruv that has... Uh, one, 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 sorry, one, one of them is a kruv and the other one is a human if even the kruv is human so the Gemara answers that no both of them are human but one is an adult face and the other one is a baby face then again this is not referring to the actual two kruvim now there, there are those who say the Shulah HaKadosh I think is the one who wants to say that the kruvim one of them was an adult face and the other one was a child face and that's the idea of anperavrev of anpazitra, that the faces were not the same. We know they weren't the same because one was male, one was female. 
but with, but, he, but I think he he he, he I, I think I saw in the Tzemach Tzedek, in in Ara Torah from the Tzemach Tzedek, is that he brings the Shlach Hakadosh. Might as well bring that. You know, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to extract and make this shear a little long. <laughs> it's going to be really cool if it ends up being the longest shear we've ever given. It's possible. You never know. I get carried away. Um, over here, the Tzemach Tzedek brings. Hold on, over here. Okay, no, here, hold on. I'll read you the Rabbeinu Bachaya. Rabbeinu Bachaya says he brings the very precious truma. Umashi his kir b'tzivui vasisa shnei kruvim that you should make two kruvim. V'loy amar shnei, and he doesn't say shnei. Bavur kishnei loshen hashavoya. It says you should make shnei shnayim kruvim. It's an interesting loshen. Usually it would say shnei shnayim. So kishnei means they're equal. The two tablets of testimony, they were both equal. Two sheep. Two goats. That's why Davka says, Why? So one was male, one was female. Then it goes back, So first it says, but then later it says, in the, uh, it will come, Mi bein shnei hakruvim. So it refers to them as shnei as well. V'chein vayas shnei kruvim. And then later it says again, he made shnei kruvim. Zav. L'ramoiz halashviyosam bezav. They were equal in the fact that they were both gold. U'ba'achtus and in unity. Okay. V'alderach ha'poshati bring shnei kruvim zacher in a keva. That's coming to indicate that the love that the Kruvim came to represent the relationship of the Abishter and the Jewish people. It was like a relationship of a husband and a wife. And that's the idea of the male and female of it. Like the love that there is between man and a woman. Um, and he brings over here the Haggah, that the, the idea of that is the relationship between a father and a child is very deep, but it's not passionate. It's not fiery. The love that there is between a husband and a wife is a fiery love. And it's coming to reveal that the connection between the Jewish people and Hashem, Hashem's love for us is passionate. It's not just calm and... and, and. Okay, and then he brings what the Gemara says. And on the Yom Im Toivim, they would, they, would, they would open up the parochas in the Beis Amigdash. During the holidays, during the Yom Tovim, they would open up at the time when the Jewish people would come up, Laregal, it says, they would open up the Paroiches, and they would show them the Kruvim, that they are connected one to the other. Take a look at your preciousness in front of the Abishter, okay. Um, the Efshaloyma, okay. 
Samach Tzedek is already giving some beer over here. And the, oh, so the, he continues the Rebbeinu B'chaya. You need to contemplate in this, in this, in this teaching. The Kruven were in this Tzura, the Marshal Nimrats, to be a strong Marshal, to show us on the incredible Dvekus that there is been HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael, to the Ebershter and the Yidin. There's no middleman over here. The Ebershter, there's no, there's no one there, just like the, the nations. The nations receive from God through various different memutzayim. There are med- mediators in which the hashpa comes down through malachim and so on and so forth. But the Abishta's connection to the Jewish people is very direct. Oh, but then he says, One of them was the tzura of an adult. Hasheni keturas yelat katan, and the other one was of a child. Keinyan shara yecheskel. When yecheskel saw in his vision, he saw pnei echad pnei hakruv. One of them was the face of a kruv. Vasheni pnei adam, and the other one was the face of a man. V'darshan ezal haina kruv haina adam. That kruv and adam is the same thing. Ela aperavreva vaapazutra. But the difference between them are it's the same face, but one of them is a child. And the other one is an adult. So Rabbeinu Bachai is saying two things. They're different male and female showing on the love between a husband and a wife. And then he says it's possible that they had different faces. One was adult and one was child to show on the love of a father to a child. Which is a very strong love. These are bringing this from where? I thought he said this from the Shalah Akash. No, this is, seems to be from the Rebbeinu um, Bachai himself. Okay. Al Kopanim. He brings over here. Shashnayim hem kruvim. The Tzemach Tzedek doesn't want to accept this. He brings in the Hagovim. If we say it's an adult and a child, then you can say that one of them is indicating on, is Kabbalistically, on Erech Anpin, a large face, that's an adult face. Erech Anpin means a long face. And Ze'er Anpin means a small face, it means a child. But Lamai Damasik Shem Zachar Unikeva. But according to what he says in the end, that it's not an adult and a child, but it's male and female. Al Kain Tzarech Loimer Shehem Zun. We're going to learn about that today. That they are the 
Ze'erampin and Malchus. Malchus is female, Ze'erampin is male. So that's what they represent, Za and Malchus. V'asa Shapir, it's going to come out better according to that, Shashnayim hem kruvim. You see, the Pasuk says, V'asisa shnayim kruvim. You should make two kruvim. If you're going to say like the Rabbeinu Machai is suggesting, that one of them was a face, a human, an adult face, and the other one was a child face. So why is it say calling them both kruvim? The Gemara says clearly that what is a kruv? A kruv is a baby face. A cherub is the baby face. If it's a baby face, how can you call them both kruvim? But if you say they were both baby faces, but one was male and female, it makes sense. Karav All the Kabbalists have that haskama that it was that they were both baby face. And this is a subject that the Kabbalists have a little bit more authority over. What the face of the cherubs were. Like you know, you say this in this you consult Kabbalah more than you consult uh halacha. Like obviously halacha is but um, any case. Fine. Let's take a look then now inside Bir Le Inyana so the Alter Rebbe says like this. Now it's very cryptic, it's very Kabbalistic, but I think it's, the Ebersh is going to help be pretty understandable. Kishahanukva, as we mentioned earlier, one is male and one is female. And what is it referring to? We know that the Shekhinah is female. And the Shekhinah is the source of our Neshamas. That's why the Shekhinah is called Knesset Yisrael. Sphiras Amalchus, the last of the ten Sphiras. Sphiras Amalchus is the source of creation. Hashem is, is manifesting as a king over the world. So he's already in a relationship with creation. Malchus, as, as we know that the real source of creation is in Sphiras Amalchus. Higher than Malchus is higher spheres, even though they're part of the descent of the divine to connect to the world. But they're still Ein Sof, we're going to see in the mind. That's still a level of Ein Sof. All the spheres are Ein Sof. The Tzimtzum, for Hashem to become, translate into Gvul, into real finitude, that happens in Malchus. And that's why Malchus is the source of time and space. It's actually already because. Malchus is the only one that we say Hashem Melech, Hashem Malach, Hashem Yimloch. We talk about past, present, and future. Havaya, it's Hoa Ke'echad. The past, present, and future are indistinguishable. It's all one. But, because there's no Hischalkos. But Malchus is already a source for the finite creation. It's the last one of the spheres, and so on and so forth. Malchus is female, because Malchus is a, a Makabal, it receives. It receives from the higher spheres, and she's a, a, a recipient and absorbs the energy for the creation. Now, um, if Malchus is the female cherub, uh, who's the male cherub? So the male cherub, you can't say it's just Abish there, just God. Because why is he a child? It should be an adult. So, so the, 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 uh, the uh, idea of the other kruv being both the mashpia, but on the other hand being a child mashpia, being a baby phase, 
is because we're, de- we're dealing with the Abishter lowering himself down to become very small. Because in order for the Hashpa to come into Malchus, which Malchus is finite, the Abishter has to restrain himself to the utmost restraint. If God's energy would flow without God's restraint, then Malchus would blow a fuse. Creation would be overwhelmed with infinite input and infinite energy it couldn't possibly receive. So that's why the energy has to come. That's the idea of Ze'er Ampim. Ze'er Ampim means that small face. The Eber, that's why it's called Midos. Midos means Mida, sheer. Hashem limits himself to it. But it's still the Ein Sof contracting himself. Shechina is almost like already a detachment. It's an energy of Hashem that separates. Just like you find, you see the concept that Shechina is a separate entity, you find with Adam and Chava. That Chava becomes a separate being from Adam. Adam is representing Hashem. And Chava is first a rib part of him. But then she becomes an independent entity. She gets severed from him and becomes a Matthias onto her own. Which is the idea that creation becomes separated from Hashem. Not an extension of God. If creation would be an extension of God, then the world's, then the Abishta can't be a king. Because you can't be a king over your own limbs. So there has to be a dis, a separation, a detachment for it to become something other. So Malchus Shechina is already creation. Ze'er Anpin is the lowest point of the Orein Sof coming down lower and lower and lower till it manifests in the Midois of Atzilus, which is the Ze'er Anpin. And that's the Mashpia to Malchus. So usually... The way the hashpa goes is we know that there's a whole system. First, it's orin sof, and then for the orin sof bechlal to define itself in certain certain definitions, certain parameters, certain. So there has to be many tzimtzumim, and there's a whole system of you know we, we learn in Kabbalah it speaks about tzimtzum, and then this world and adam kadmon and nikudim and brudim and levels and levels, but primarily. In a very general scoop, you want to come down to the world of Atsilos. Where the world of Atsilos is already Spheros. It's already, Atsilos is called the Mamutza. It's a mediator, it's a medium between the Orein Sof and the Olamos and the world. So usually the way the system works is that the Orein Sof is first mislabish in the highest, in Chachma. And then from Chachma it connects, it goes down into Bina. From Bina, the Hashpa comes down into Ze'er Anpit. From Ze'er Anpin, it goes to Malchus. Ze'er Anpin is the Mashpia, the boy, the husband. Malchus is the recipient, is the woman. So the Ashpah comes from the Zod Malchus. The Kruvim represented something very unique. What's the uniqueness of what the, what the Kruvim stand for? The Kruvim stand for an evening out of male and female. Shnayim Kruvim are standing equally. They're both Shava B'Shava. Luchura, if one is Zeir Ampin and one is Malchus, so Malchus is much smaller than the Zeir Ampin. And Malchus should be less. The fact that the Kruvim are standing face to face, and they're both the same sides, and there is an indication that, that, the, that the condition in the Mishkan was a state of, a state of existence where Malchus was equal to her husband. Now where do we see this idea? 
So the Arizal says, it's Shar Miyatayareach, is a special Shar which deals with the male and female aspects of existence, which we know that male, Ze'eranpin, masculine energy, in the, in the celestial uh, spheres above, the sun is a muscle for the Ze'eranpin, or a derivative of the Ze'eranpin, the powerful mashpia. That's why the sun is like, wow, gives all the energy to the creation. And uh, the moon is the, is the recipient of the sun. And the moon, we know, is ein aroch to the sun. The moon is, it, it has a little light, but its light is incomparably less than the sun. And that's why by night it's dark, and by day it's light, the brightness of the sun and warmth. The moon doesn't give us any warmth, maybe a little bit, I don't know. It doesn't give us any, it gives us hardly, it gives us a little light, but very little light, incomparably less than the sun. And that's because the Abishtah made the moon smaller. Miyatayareach. Now spiritually, the whole idea of making the moon smaller is related to the idea that the Abishtah reduced Sphira Samalchas. Initially, when the Abishtah created the sun and the moon, they were equal. And, and what does that mean? That Malchus was just as rich with godliness like her husband, like the, like the Zeirab. She was as powerful, as great. The Abishtah reduced her light. Now she becomes a recipient from her husband. He passes the light to her. She has much less than him. But we know that the moon is not always going to stay in the background. We know that Mashiach's world is going to be a very feministic world. Which means the power of the woman, the power of Malchus is going to rise. It's going to become much, much stronger. So what's this idea? So to understand this and appreciate this, the Arizal over there says that Malchus are seven dargois in Sphiris and Malchus. That means seven states of, of, of on what level Malchus is standing. And, and what, in, 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 in reference to the Orin Sof, to the infinite light shining down upon her. So the Arizal speaks that there is Malchus in her lowest state, and then she has various different levels of Aliyah. There's one Aliyah, there's another Aliyah, there's another Aliyah. So he says, for example, Matan Torah was a huge elevation. But the highest elevation, and then the building of the Beis Hamikdash, the days of David and Shloima, even a higher elevation. But the seventh Aliyah never happened yet. That's the highest level. And that's going to be only when Mashiach will come. That's going to be the highest Aliyah Samalchus. And when Malchus rises, what does that mean? It means that the worlds are receiving the utmost of godly energy, of godly light. And they're on the highest levels of Kabbalah, of receiving, and so on. And that's going to be on Dafka in the time of the third base Amigdash in the future. Eishas Chayel Ateres Bailo. Now this concept, this idea, that there is Aliyah Senyuridais in Malchus, upper and higher and lower, is also stated in briefly 
in a more, in a medrash. Again, because whatever Arizal is saying is already speckled in medrashim. It's just that you have to connect the medrash to the Kabbalistic, uh, you know, uh, uh, idea of what, what, what it's talking about. So the medrash says that the Abishta loves Knesset Yisrael so much. He loved her so much, the Medrash says. Loizaz mechaveva. He did not depart from loving her. At shekara biti. He called Malchus my daughter. That was the expression of affection that the Ebershta has. Then he says, Loizaz mechaveva. But the Ebershta loves us so much. At shekara achoisi. He calls her my sister. Loizaz mechaveva. And he brings a Pasuk, Shira Shirim, where Hashem refers to us, Achoisi Kala, my sister. Loizaz Mechavava, Achakara Imi. Hashem loves Knesset Yisrael so much, he calls us his mother. Daughter, sister, mother. So, what does that mean? Daughter means that we're receiving from him. A daughter is a makabal from her father. Sister means what? Brother and sister are equal. They're both receiving from the same place. So there is an equality. Mother means that actually he's receiving from her. She's mashpiyate. So we are always female. That doesn't change. Knesset Yisrael. Question is on what level is it? Are we receiving from... Simply, the Jewish people. Are we receiving from God? Are we equal to Him? Or are we being mashpia to Him? And what does it mean that we can be mashpia to the Yebishter? When we say God, what do we mean? We're not speaking about God. We're speaking about HaKadosh Baruch so Hasidus says many times that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is referring to Ze'er Anpin. The Ebershter as he manifests himself as the Sphiris of Atzilus, Chesed, the emotional configuration of the attributes, that's called HaKadosh Baruch Knesses Yisrael is Malchus. What's the relationship of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to Malchus? So ordinarily, it's Biti. Malchus is a recipient from, from HaKadosh Baruch that means the light of the Ein Sov first goes to Chachman Bina, which are called father and mother. Then it travels to the boy, to the son, which is what? The Ze'eran Pin. And from the Ze'eran Pin, it's Nimshach Tamalchus. And that's called Biti, my daughter. Then it says, however, there are times of very, very great godly revelation. And times of very, very great aliyah sa'olomos, when the worlds rise. Knesses Yisrael is lifted up like by the time of Yetzirah Mitzrayim. Matan Torah. Times when, like, when, the, when we're, we're, we're raised up to a tremendous, tremendous closeness to Hashem. So what happens then? Malchus, the Shechino, which is the source of our Neshamas, rises up to be equal to the spheroids that are higher than Malchus, Ta'kadosh HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the six emotional spheres and it becomes a brother sister and brother what does it mean? they're both receiving from the same place they both have the same keter the same crown 
They're wearing the same crown, meaning the hashpa to them is equal. We're going to soon see what that means. Then there is a possibility, which is going to be when Mashiach will come. That Malchus rises even higher than her mashpia. She becomes the teacher to her student. To, she becomes the teacher to her teacher. The woman is the crown of her husband, higher than him. She rises above him. And that means that Malchus is standing higher than the Zeyaranpi, which will be what Mashiach will come. And that's the ultimate Aliyah that we spoke about before, the seventh elevation. In terms of the year, that Samach Tzaddik brings, it's the three holidays. Pesach, we're recipients. We, can't, we're, 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 we are helpless. We're stuck in Egypt, Egyptian bondage and slavery. We need the Abishter to infuse us with matzah and dalat kaisis and give us a boost and yank us out of Egypt. Lechtech acharei bamidbar. We're just following him. We have no, no energy. We have no inspiration of our own. We have no enlightenment of our own. We're like just simple. We have nothing like little children being led by our... So we're makabla. Shavuos, after already 49 days of intense, an intensive program of purification and, and, and refinement, we become ready to, be, to receive the Torah. When we're receiving the Torah, we're going to see in a moment, what's all going to say in infinity? When we receive the Torah, what are we receiving? We are receiving from Chachma and Bina. Because what's the Torah? The Torah is the Ebesh, is Chachma. The fact that we're learning God's Torah, we're receiving the Eish, so just like the Ze'er Anpin, the Midos, are receiving from Chachma and Bina, we too are receiving from Chachma and Bina. So then we're standing equal to our husband. HaKadosh Baruch Hu receives from Chachma and Bina. The Sefirah is Chesed, Gevurah, Teferes, they all receive from Chachma and Bina. And we're receiving from the same source. By Mitzrayim, we're not, we're, not, we're not accessing Chachmah being a revelation. Quite a, Hashem is bestowing His love upon us, Chesed. The Abishter is shining His kindness, His love, His, his mercy, His compassion. So we're Makablim from the Abishter's Midas. So the Midas are Makabal from Chachmah Bina, but we are Makabal from the Abishter's Midas, so we're much lower. But. Shavuot's time, we become equal. That's when we're tzaddikim. But then somehow between Shavuot and Rosh Hashanah, we somehow lose being tzaddikim. And now we have no other choice. We have to become Bali Tshuva. And when we become Bali Tshuva, what's Tshuva? Tshuva is mimamakim krasicha Hashem. A yid calls out from the depth, depth, depth of his neshama. And when we, when we dig deep, deep, deep inside to the deepest, deepest place within our core essence, that uncovers elements higher than Chachmah Bina. It reaches into the Orin Sof Mamish, where the essence of the Neshama is embedded. So from the Tshuva, suddenly we rise above the Ze'er Anpin, above the Spheres, we're standing higher. And then we're called Mother. We're the mashpiyam into, into, into the Abishter. That's, that's the, the relationship on these, on these three levels. When the Abishter said, kruvim, you should make two kruvim, we're talking about making them equal. Why? 
the Mishkan we were commanded to make right after Matan Torah. So after Matan Torah, we were just given the Torah, Malchus, the Shechina, had such an aliyah that she can stand equal to her Mashpia. Mashpia and Mushpa stand equal. Student, teacher and student are standing equal. Husband and wife are standing equal. That's what he's saying over here. Kishaha Nukva. When the Nukva, which is the sources of our Nishamas, Malchus of Atzilus, he Knesses Yisrael, which is Knesses Yisrael, Oimedes, when she stands, Panim Bipanim face to face, Imza, with, the, with her husband, with the Zeir Anpin, Fishavin Bikoimasam, they're equal in their height. What does that mean? Because when Malchus is receiving from the Zeir Anpin, Again, usually, this is, a, this is a very unusual situation. The natural state before Matan Torah, the way the creation is set up, is that the Hashpah goes from Sviris to Sviris, and the Ze- Malchus is receiving much less than her husband. Her husband gets the bulk, and he's being Mashpiyatar. Then they're not equal. Usually a woman is shorter than her husband. She's not equal. So it says in Kabbalah, that her head is to his chest. That means her moichen is to his chest. Let's see what, the, what that means spiritually. His chest is referring to his emotions. That means she's not receiving his mochen. His intelligence is his intelligence. Remains beyond her. In Knesset Yisrael, it means that the Eberster's intelligence, Torah, we're not kalim for Torah. We can't receive God's infinite wisdom. When the Eberster's info, uh, wisdom, when the Eberster's wisdom um, 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 influences or, 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 or educates the Eberster's emotions, I'm looking for another word, it informs. When the intellect informs the emotions, so the emotional energy is what we're receiving, Malchus is receiving. From the level of Midas, not from the level of Moichen. That's what it means that Malchus's head is up to his chest, meaning from his midos, not from his, from his moich. That was until we went out of Mitzrayim. But once we went out of Mitzrayim and we came to Matan Torah, now we became, we were no more called Biti. We're called Achoisi, sister, is because we're standing equal. That's what he said. And that's the two Kruvim, where the two Kruvim are equal. Shanukvu Knesses Yisrael Emedes Panim Bepanim standing face to face Im Zah with the Zeirampin Vishavim became Mosam they're equal in their height Umekabeles Gamkein and she is also receiving Hamoichin the Abba veIma she's receiving the Moichin of Abba veIma of Chachmem Bina what does it mean she's receiving because that's by Kabbalah Satoyim we'll see in a minute VeKeser Echad Lishneim and both husband and wife have the same crown. We have one level of keser, which means we're both being mashpia from chachman bina, and there is an equal keser to both. And we're soon going to see the keser echad l'shneim. The where do you see in the kruvim keser echad l'shneim? Both kruvim are stemming from one kapores, miksha tasa. There is a kapores. The kapores is considered the keser. To what? To the two kruvim, but both of them. It's not like there's more keser 
And it's not like the one cherub, the male cherub, is on a higher point in the kaporas than the other one. They're both equal stationed on the kaporas. Keser echad l'shneim. Both of them have one keser. Tzemach Tzedek asks, if it's keser echad l'shneim, then it should have been the kaporas on top of their heads. Why is it that their feet are planted on the, on the kaporas? It's implying that they're above the kaporas, as opposed to the keser is above them. That's a question that he asks on it. But Al koponim... Azai then nikroim achim. Then, then they're called siblings. Then the Zeerampin and the Malchus are called siblings. So the Alter Rebbe says this happened through Kabbalah Satoira. We're so elevated that the very same godliness that's flowing into the Zeerampin Ta'kadush Baruch Hu, is flowing into us. This is wild stuff. So when you're learning, when you're learning, you're opening up and learning uh, Gemara. When you're learning Halacha, you have a shear every day. You are being nurtured with the same knowledge that God, that that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is being nurtured, because He's also receiving from Chachma and Bina, and that very same Chachma and Bina is coming into your head, the Makabel Malchus, the Nafka Machbuai. What's the relationship of Kabbalah Satoira to the idea that Malchus is now elevated to the same level of Ze'er Anpin and she's receiving from Chachmem Bina? Because Torah, the Nafka Machachmem Bina, Torah emanates from Chachmem Bina. Since, and since we're Kabbalah Satoira, the Torah was given to us, that means the Eberster gave us access to his Moichen, to his intelligence. So we're the same like the Eberster's Midois. Being makabel from the Ebershtiz Moich. Panim bepanim, face to face. And that's what it says by Matan Torah. What does it say by Matan Torah? Panim bepanim, dibar Hashem imachem. Vihinei ba'atzilus. Okay. So now we understand that they're both equal. But what's the idea of them having, and we understand male and female, we understand. But what's the idea of why they have a baby face? What's the baby face over here? Why not an adult face? So he says an interesting thing. There's two Torahs. There's the Torah in Atsilus. There is the Torah in Atsilus. And that is an absolutely godly Torah. That we have zero inkling of what it is. The Torah as it is in Atzilus. And where, are we, where, where do we live? In Olam Asiyah HaGashmi. The Chiddush of Matan Torah was that the Torah of Atzilus came down into this world. That the Torah of Atzilus descended all the way down into Olam Asiyah HaGashmi. So, But it's the same Torah. When the Torah came down into our world, it didn't like leave all its light above. It compressed itself. The Torah of Atzilus compressed itself into a formula that, that, that is physical. And these are like garments in which in embedded in this Torah that we're learning, al on your Torah of Atzilus, Shalomadetanu that you taught us. You taught it. You taught it to us in the lower worlds. 
and Olam Asiyah Hagashmi. So therefore he says, in our soul source, in Malchus of Atzilus, first of all, Matan Torah was an elevation not only for Nishamas down here, it was an elevation for the Shechina. Because Malchus of Atzilus plugged in to Chachma and Bina. Unbelievable. And because our source, Malchus of Atzilus, plugged in to Chachma and Bina and became as tall as her husband, that's why down here we received the Torah and we had such tremendous godly enlightenment. We became from a, from, a, from a nation, from a human nation to a godly nation. Right? We were elevated in Aruch. Why? Because the Shekhinah up there was also elevated. Our soul source was plugged in to Chachman Bina and became therefore a brother, a sister to HaKadosh Baruch. So, but, but in the realms of Atzilus, their human face, male and female, adult, sorry, their human face, their, their adult face. Because over there, they're a mature spheres. And Atzilus, they're called Adam Gadol. They're called an adult face. Who? HaKadosh Baruch is an adult man, and Shechina is an adult woman. Va'an peravrava, that means a, an adult face. Odom hagadol, means a, a, a mature adult. Va'an peravrava means a face of an adult. Lihiyois, why? Because oirein soif melubish gam bekelem. Because in Atzilus, the oirein soif, the infinite one, that's called gadol, is mislabish in the spherois, and he's enclosed not only in the oirois, and the lights of Atzilus, and the energy of the spheres, but even in the Kalim. The Abishter manifests and unifies even with the Kalim. And therefore, he and his garments, which are the, the Kalim, are totally one. And therefore, they're called adult. But what was the Chiddush of the Mishkan? The Chiddush of the Mishkan is that all that spectacular godliness of Atzilus condenses itself, contracts itself, compresses itself, and descends down into our world to be manifest in Olam Asiya. When it manifests in Olam Asiya, it shrinks enormously. And from an adult face, it becomes a baby face. Because it's manifesting. Now when a baby face is an exact adult face, it's just everything is miniature. Everything is small. So this descent. Now really the descent didn't happen by the Mishkan. The descent happened already where by Matan Torah. The fact that the, the Abish, the Torah's Torah, that these God, unbelievable, phenomenal, godly ideas were translated into human language and into worldly phenomenon. That is itself already the descent. But then the Abishta manifested this in a physical Mishkan. So therefore he says, Vayadeya Mishkan through the Mishkan of Beis HaMikdash and Beis HaMikdash, Shetzimtzum Shechinasai, that the Abishta was mitzamtzum his Shechina, Mibain Badeya Arayin, from between the poles of the Arayin, Ba'asiya in the world of Asiya, Azai nikrazum, 
It's at that point that Zun is called Anpezutra. The Zair Anpen is then called Anpezutra, small face. What face is it? It's the same face, but it's miniature. Anpezutra. Bigamara, that's what the Gemara calls as Anpezutra. And these are the cherubs. So the cherubs are the humans of Atsilus, HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Shechina shrinking into, into the physical Olam And that's why they're babies suddenly. It's just showing you the miniature of this big... It's the microcosm of the macro. And Atsilus, they're macro. And over here, they're micro. Tiny, small, but it's the same in Very good. Ulefi and since Sha'oy Lamasiya Oilatsilus Gimu Paman Bakal Yain. And since three times a day there is Aliyah Sa'ilamais. And Aliyah Sa'ilamais means that the lower worlds rise up to receive higher input from the higher realms. That means Asiya connects to Yatsira, Yatsira to Briya. And then Bria Tatsilos. And via Bria that's connecting Tatsilos, Yitzira is also connected Tatsilos. And the Zeir that's what davening is, three times a day. During, during, when we're not davening, what are we doing? We are in Olam That means our physical world is our reality. And when you daven, what really davening really means is that the Olam suddenly dissolves. All your work and all your phys- all your all your natural schemes that you're busy with, that you take so seriously at two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock. Suddenly, when you're davening, the whole thing evaporates because you know you're, you're saying Baruch Aleinu Hashem Alekinus Hashem Azayis. When you're standing in front of the Eber Bashmanesa, you know that the guns of business yours is bubblemizes. It doesn't add you one penny. All you're making and you're doing and your clients and your business and your pop 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 and so that it's all bubblemizes. Because if the Abishter gives you, he gives you. If he doesn't give, he doesn't give you. And you can build and schmild and do, and you don't have a penny. And suddenly, out of nowhere, from left field, that you're totally not accept, expecting it. So, how does that teach you that even when you are getting it through your clients and this and that, it has nothing to do with that? It's that the Abishter says, create for me a facade that I should be able to give you so I should be anonymous that no one should really know that I'm giving you. So let's make a make-believe. But when we're working, during the time that we're working, it doesn't feel make-believe. It feels very real. Because you're really, that's the difference. During the day, you're in Olam Asiyah. Olam Asiyah is a world that's, that's dominated by nature. And what's nature? Nature is a thick coat on God. That's what it is. A thick, dense coat. So you're working in Asiyah. But... Since three times a day there is Aliyah Sa'ilamais, Asir touches Atsilas, that means that the natural world reconnects to its source in a manner that you can sense the source in it. So that's why we daven taka three times a day. So therefore what happened, the Zohar says an amazing thing, happened three times a day. That the, 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 the Kruvim would, would lift their, their, uh, their wings upward. When they lifted their wings upward, what does that mean? They're soaring. Since the whole Indian of the Kruvim being Kruvim, is that what? That HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Shechina, that are the adult faces in Atzilus, descend down to, to reveal them, to descend into Olam Asiyah. 
Since three times a day, Asiya rises to Atsilas. So they're going back up. That's the idea of them raising, and how does a bird fly? By picking up his wings. So by raising their wings, the, 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 these, the manifestation of Kaddish Baruch Hu and Shechina rise back in a sense to an adult face. That it doesn't say that when they die, that three times a day, they suddenly, they suddenly tra- metamorphosized into an adult. But the very idea, they opened, they, they raised their wings. It says that when they, the Ebrish told Moshe Rabbeinu to make the Aron, it says you should make them in person. Perse Chanafai, that's what the Pesach says. But the Zohar says it didn't, re- even though it was built that way, it didn't stay that way. They would, they would put down their wings. And they would lift them up three times a day. And because would rise to Atzilus three times a day, it's for that reason that the Kruvim have spread out wings, upwards, to rise to Atzilus. Now, anybody remembers two, three weeks ago, we learned the Mimer, and we didn't understand what we were learning at that part already. We were just. But we're learning that three times a day, the Abish to go, no, that at night, what does God do? What does a Kaddish Baruch Hu do? He rides on a cherub, on a kruv, and he soars up into the 18,000 worlds. That's what it says. So he explained that that means a Kaddish Baruch Hu is the Ze'er Ampin of Yetzira. He's riding on the kruv and he's going up. And where is he soaring up? He's soaring up to Atzilus. That's what we learned. The idea of riding on the cherub is, a, is, a, is an elevation. So you can get a cherub ride every time when you daven Shmon Esri. That's what you're supposed to do. You're, you're that cherub that is spreading its wings and going up to a higher reality. V'noi, that is known. Shahazah, that Zeyrampin, hu tachlis yiridas oirin soif lamata. Now we're going back to something we said at the beginning in today's class. What's the difference between the male cherub and the female cherub. Well, the male one is referring to Ze'er Anpin. And what's the idea? Now it says, because when it talks about the Kruvim, it says, Va'asei Kruv Echad U Kruv Echad So what's this Lashen Mikatsa from there? Simply it's from this end, one Kruv comes out from one end, and the other Kruv comes out from the other end. The deeper meaning is, one end to the other end is as follows. There is Orin Saif and, and there is the world. What's the highest, highest point of creation? So if you look, in our world as a whole system, there is Doimeim, the inanimate, or what looks to be inanimate, it's silent, okay, like stones, minerals. Then there is Tzoymeach, as many Mochayas. Then there is Chai, animal. Then there is human. And so in our realm, human is the highest, but we know that there are spiritual beings in creation too. So then you have the metaphysical, and you have the angels. And in angels itself, you have angels upon angels upon angels. The Rambam says there's ten levels of Malach. The lowest one is called Ishim. The highest one, I think, is called Chayis HaKodesh. The Rambam makes a whole list of the ten Malach. But we know, according to Kabbalah, it goes on and on and on, levels upon levels upon levels of spiritual beings. What's the highest, highest, highest point is the Merkava the angels. And on top of them there is a kisei. And on the kisei, on the throne, it's a kisei akad. on the throne there is a human. And that's who the shechina. So what's the shechina? Malchus. 
Malchus is the highest, highest, highest peak of creation. Now, Malchus obviously is still divine. Shechina is still a chilek of the Eibishter. But as we said, it's, it's the Eibishter investing himself into creation. So therefore, the Shechina is called Mikatsa Mizeh. She's the tippy, tippy, tippy top of the world. And what's the Zeir Anpin? The Zeir Anpin is the opposite. Is the tail, tail, tail end of the Orient Seif. So how do how does the how does the an infinite, endless abish there, connect to a tiny little small little human being? How does a person down here, a Jew, a Yidale, have a connection to a greater abish there and ain't so abish there? So the Eibishter lowers himself down through all kinds of tzimtzumim and contractions, a gazillion contractions, until the Eibishter becomes Ze'er Anpin, a small little face. We rise up, our neshama, via our soul. We pick our soul, we uncover the spark of Shechina that's inside of us. And Shechina is the highest tippy top of what? So like the Eibishter stretches his hand out a gazillion infinite miles to us. We stretch our hands up in davening and longing to the Abishter, and at a certain point, our fingers lock like this, and that's how the Orin Saif and Knesset Yisrael receive, we receive the Hashpah. That's the idea. From one end, and the other kruv is It's in order for us to be able, it's the highest point of creation meeting the lowest point of the Ein and that's what he's saying. Um, that is known, Shahazah, that there's a Eranpin, who tachlis yeridas oirein soif. It's the epitome of the descent of the mashpia, of the oirein soif. Milmaila lamata. Coming down from above, higher, below. Bechdei leheir achakach. In order to shine into Libya, to shine into the creation. Creation is divided into three chilakim, Bria, Yetzirah, and even into Asiya. Al Yedei. But how is, how is the, how is the Oren Soif coming all the way down into, into creation to Bria? Al Yedei Hanukva. First, he's going to shine into, into the Shechina, and through the Shechina, the input of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Oren Soif is going to come all the way down into this world. So Al Yedei Hanukva, so she's the second crew. Shehi Ema Tata, she's considered the lower mother because she's the mother of creation. She's, she's the mother of creation. So she, Shehi Makar Bia, she's the source of Bri Yatsira Asiya, Sheba Atsilus and Atsilus. She's an Atsilus, she's still the world, she's still in the realm of the divine, but she's already considered the source of Bri Yatsira and Asiya. And Mikatsa Mizeh, Mikatsa Mizeh, here is that unbelievable place. Can you imagine the tension over there between the two Kruven? It's where the Orient Sof comes down and the worlds rise up and the point of connection that happens. And through that connection, the Orient Sof reaches every part of the creation. And especially Gilu Yalakus, it reaches every Jew to illuminate his neshama, his or her soul, with tremendous godly light. And that's why it says, Kruv Echad Mizeh. One Kruv comes from one end, that's the katsa of the oirein soif. That's in za. Again, it's the very end of the oirein soif, extending itself to the lowest madrega that oirein soif could extend itself, and that is za. Kruv echad mikatsa mizeh. The one crew from one end who makar is the source of briyatzir nasiya. Vishar sham 
Sheba Atzilus, and her source that's in Atzilus. Shemislabish behem gamkein oirin soif. Because in Bia, in Bria Yetzir and Asiya, the oirin soif is also being mislabish. How? Al Yedea Moichen the Abba Veima. Through the, what did we, now the ultimate Hashpa. Remember I said in the beginning that there's two levels of Hashpa. There's one level of Hashpa is without Matan Torah, the way it was from the Kri. You have to say ultimately that the Oren Saif reaches this world even before Matan Torah. Because if the Oren Saif, if the Oren Saif would not reach the world before Matan Torah, how does a blade of grass grow? Right? How does a bird uh, fly? How does every how, how do we br- take a breath? Every movement, everything is only Ebishter. So you have to say that even prior to creation, you have to say that even prior to creation, the Orin Soif, the Ebishter, makes his way all the way down here. The difference is only that until Matan Torah, until Matan Torah, the way the hashpah works is a very, very diminished hashpah and a very concealed hashpah. Why? Because the, the Orin Soif descends through all the partsufim, lower and lower and lower, and then into Atsilus, and from Atsilus down to the Zeir Anpin, Zeir Anpin processes the light of Chachman Bina into her, and through that process, he later gives it to Malchus. But the quality of that light is not moichen, it's not the intelligence. As we said earlier, Malchus only reaches the chest of the Ze'er Anpin. That means she's only receiving from the Midois of the Eibishter and not from the moichen of the Eibishter. And when that's the case, you have just a natural world, but there's no godliness revealed in the world. But here we're talking about the moichen of Abba and Ima, that means the direct, the moichen are much higher than the world. As we say, Chachman Bina's Torah, Kadma La'olam, it's infinitely higher than time and space. It's Ein Sof. It's transmitted to Zah and to Malchus equally. That's what we said, that's what, it means, that's what it means that Malchus is called a sister, not a daughter. On the lower level, Malchus, have, says Kaltus, is On the lower level, Shkoyach, on the lower level, Malchus is receiving from where? As a daughter, is receiving from her husband. But after Matan Torah, when there's Aliyah Sa Malchus, Malchus is now standing equal, so where is she receiving? She's receiving the same Chachman Bina that her, that her brother receives, that her husband receives, the Mashpia, she's also receiving. But he's going to say an interesting thing. Even though they're both equal, and they're both receiving from the same level, He's he's still man and she's still woman. What that means is that Ashpa is still coming from him. Definition of man is mashpia. It's still coming from him. But it's 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 just passing through him. Instead of it becoming going to him and becoming his, and then being processed, transformed, diminished, lowered according to his madrega, which is the Ze'er Anpin, which is already small, and only then being given over to Malchus. That's not what happens. It just comes through him, to her, she receives it on the same level that he receives it. Because it's not changing when it's going into the Ze'er Anpin, it's still remaining in a complete 
transcendental Chachma Bina Diga level without it being lowered down. That, that, and so what, then what would be the difference then between the lower level of Malchus? Malchus, as we said, in, uh, in, 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 an, in an unelevated state. And Malchus, and Malchus if she's re- receiving from his chest, or Malchus if she's standing upon him, upon him face to face, what would be the difference? The difference would be one thing. Both times she's receiving from him. It's just that when, when she's receiving from, from the lower level, it means that he receives the ashba, and after he receives, he gives her whatever he's giving her. As opposed to, the ashba comes to him and to her equally, but it's, it's descending into him, passing through him, and going directly to her. That's called hashba b'derech mavir. There's two types of hash of hashpa. One of that is called bederech islapshus, when something is coming in a manner of islapshus, and the other one is called bederech mavir. And let me explain the difference. Bederech islapshus means um, when you're learning when you're learning something. So you have a, you're studying. You have a, a flash, and that become and then you process it in your mind. It's being islapshus in your mind. And then you go and you explain it to someone else. So the fact that it went into your mind, how are you hearing it? When, I, when, when you read something in a safer, and then you're giving it over to someone else. So first of all, there's two ways. One of them is that you're just quoting. Because you don't even understand it yourself. So obviously that... But if you, you learned it well. But you should know that the person that's receiving the vart that you, what you read in a safer, they, if they look it up in the safer, they might see much more than what you told them in the vart. Because you're, they're only hearing your take of what you saw in accordance to one's limited Havana and whatever they're understanding. So if I'm hearing someone give me over a Teisvis, it's very nice, or a Chiddush from the Pnei Yeshua, it's great. But when if I look at the Pnei Yeshua and I read it myself, I'm not, I'm not hearing it as it is already defined by their Seichel. I can actually get to see that passage in the Gemara, or that passage of the Teisvis, as it is on its own, which is not limited to that. But that's the idea of Derech Hislapshos. It's first being slabish in the person and then it's being taught. As opposed to as opposed to um, a conduit. For example, when you're writing. When you're writing something, the seichel is in your head and then there's, there's the, but in order for the seichel to end up on the paper, it has to go through your fingers. If it's not going to go through your hands, it's not going to go through your fingers, it's never going to end up on the paper. You can sit and try to like, from your mind, to try to project it onto the page, it's not going to happen. You have to send it down through your, because it has to have the physical movements and strokes, which will, you'll, which will make the movements of that writing device, and attach, putting that, imparting that ink, in accordance to, but what happens? Does the seichel change just because it's going through the fingers? The fingers don't have any, any, any impact to, to be mashana the idea. It is the way it was. It's, it's the way it was in your mind. That's the way it's being imparted. So that's the idea when something is coming through derech mavir. It's passing through it. Or another example. They used to have in the, in the, um, in the shuls in the be- way back then, they, whenever the rav was darshaning, they had the rav giving the drush and then they had a maturgaman. And the Turgamon would translate it into the language. So the, a good Meturgamon was someone 
who wasn't who wouldn't give any explanations. He was just translating. Because the people don't understand that language. So it has to pass, there has to be there has to be a conduit. It has to go through him. But if he's starting to put his own terrace and his own spin on it, he's not he's not a good maturgaman. That's not his job. His job is just to give you the ink, but it has to go through him. Because if it's not going through him, it's not going to end up in the world of the French speaker. Because the people speak only French, they don't understand the English guy, the English teacher. So it has to pass through him, but only pass through it. And that's the chilek, what he's saying over here. He's saying, Kruv echad mi during the aftermath in Torah, the Shechina, Knesset Yisrael, the Jewish people, the second Kruv, the Shechina, which is the female Kruv, was elevated to be Kruv the same like her husband. So the Orin Saif that's coming down through the Zeranpin is being passed on to the Shechina equally. Kruv echad mi katsamizeh ve katsamizeh hu makar biya ve shorshem batzilashem eslabish bam gamkein Orin Saif. The Orin Saif is now being reduced. It's passing on in them al yedeya moichen da'aba ve'ima through the moichen of Chachman Bina which is now being sent, passed down to the Han. The Tzemach Tzedek says you have to change this word from Hanoisnim to Hanitonim. That which is given, Beroish Hanukva, in the head of the Nukva, which is in Malchus, Al Yedeza Baila, through the Ze'er Anpin, her husband, Derech Mavir Levad. This is the idea. It's passing through Derech Mavir, which means it's being like a conduit. It's just passing through. But not in a manner where it's literally becoming enclosed. Like it would be in the time when she's not equal to his height. In other words, in the time when there's no Beis Amigdash, there's no Mishkan, there's no Giloy Shechina, and there's a disruption in the flow of godliness to the world. Then it goes in each level, it stops in each level. It becomes an absorbed in each level. And then the levels, then you're diminishing the light. And by the time it gets down to the recipient, it's only a trace of a trace of a trace of what it was. But when it's passing through, then, then, then you're getting, where she's receiving only from his chest. What does that mean? He is receiving in his moichen. His moichen, as we said earlier, is informing his midos. She's only reaching her head to his chest, means she's only receiving from his midos because he, he reduced it, because it became a slapshus in him. But we don't want that. We want it to just pass through Mavir, and that's the idea of shava b'shava, and that's the idea of the kruvim. Kruvim, now the kruvim, nasim, miksha achas mahak. Now, by the way, is it possible from her to receive without him bechlal? Is it ever possible for Malchus to receive from the same place, from Chachman Bina, or from Bina, not through her husband? So when Kabbalah is always talking about the differences, if you look at the Kizvi Arizal, the whole differences between a regular day, a Yom Chol, to Shabbos, to Yom Tiv, all the Dechilukim, is where is, on which level Malchus is standing. Because... We are Malchus. Any Giloy that's happening in us, in the worlds, in Bria, in the creation, means that some light is reaching the Shechina, it's reaching Malchus, which is the mucker of creation, and particularly the mucker of Nishmas Yisrael. 
So if you, if you say, well, what's a Shabbos? More light is coming into our Neshama. What's a Yomtev? You're in an elevated state. You're, you're a Kali for a Lakus. A Lakus is shining inside of you. In the weekday, it's diminished. So it's this, each Yomtev depends where Malchus is standing. Is there ever a case that Malchus Bechlal doesn't have to receive from her husband? So, so the Marmarim say, and based on the Arizal, that that has never happened. That's the Chiddush of Yemoysa Mashiach. She's called my mother. She rises beyond. She doesn't even have to receive from him. Without receiving from the son. It's a direct connection. But that hasn't happened yet. Till then, and, the ta- and we know that La'asad love is even greater than Matan Torah. Because by Matan Torah, we were standing, what? Shave B'Shave, equal to so we still have to receive from him. But after Matan Torah, when Mashiach will come, there will be Aliyah of Knesset Yisrael to even higher than, than, uh, than, than it was by Matan Torah. Now the Kruvim were made, hammered out from the Kapoiris. What's the Kapoiris? That's what we said earlier. That they both, when they're standing equal, they have the same Keser. Um, so what's that, that same Keser? The fact that both Kruvim, male and female, are both etched out from the same kapoiris, means they have the same makar, they have the same keser. Vigam bechinas makif, oh. Now the kapoiris is two things. The kapoiris is a makif. The kapoiris is a makif on the, on the, um, on the, on the kruvim. And that we had already the shaila I asked earlier. I'm just going to repeat the question that Tzemach Tzedek says. If the kapoiras is a makif on the kruvim, so what the kapoiras? The kapoiras is the level of the kapoiras is the level of keser, galgalta. We'll get to that in a moment. So the question that Tzemach Tzedek says is: If so, so the kapoiras should be on top of the kruvim. Here we have what? Here we have the Kruvim are coming from the Kapoiris. So the fact that they come from it, and you weren't, you weren't allowed to make it separate gold. It had to be from one piece of gold. Rashi says, you hammer it out. Meaning the whole Metzius of the Kruvim are from the Kapoiris. That makes sense because the, the Zeramp and the, this are receiving their entire existence from, from the Kesser. But the fact that they're both receiving from the same place, that's the idea of Keser Echad But, the Kapoira serves another function. It's a platform for the Kruvim, but it's also a cover for the Luchas, for the Arayin and for the Luchas. So he says, V'gam b'chenas makif ala Luchas. It's also a makif, the, the Kapoira is also a makif, an encompassing power on the Luchas. Sheba Arayin, Shehein b'chenas yesoid Abba. What's the Luchas? Luchis is Torah. What's Torah? Chachmasai uritzai naishal akadosh baruch the ebrish tzachm. So if, if Torah is the ebrish tzachm, so Torah is what? 
the light emanating from Chachma, Sphiris HaChachma. Chachma is the Ebersh des Chachma. And in Chachma we know is the Oirin Sof resides in Chachma. It's the first sphere. Since the Torah, however, um, Chachma Vatzilus is unknowable. Oirin Sof. Torah, which is Chachmasai of the Eibishter, when the Eibishter gave us the Luchais, came down in Eilam Hazayagashmi. Eibishter brought the Torah down that we should be able to learn it. That's why from Chachma itself, it's Yesoid Chachma. Because what's the Indian of Yesoid? Yesoid always is the Mashpia being Mashpia to the Makabal. The fact that Chachma, Chachmasai Shal HaKadosh Baruch is being Nishpa down here to us, to the Makabal, it's the Yesoid element of Chachma. That's why it's called Yesoid Abba. The Kruvim, not the Kruvim, the Luchais. The Luchais are Yesoid Abba because it's the Hashpa of the Ebersh to Chachma to the creations, to, to, to us. Shenislap Shubasia. But they were, and Yesoid Abba now where? The Luchais were stone, Oilamasia. The Eibishter's Chachma, that's unfathomable and unknowable, through Yesoid of Chachma, the Yesoid is the ability of bonding and extension, to extend the Mashpia to the Makabal. The Eibishter's Chachma comes down and is Mislabish Mamish in Asiyah Gashmas. Bismana Mishkan Vahamigdash, at the time of the Mishkan and the Migdash. So what you have is as follows. In a sense, by the way, is an interesting thing. I think I didn't. Uh, the the remember I said earlier that there was there is there is the there is the there is the two 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 kruvim, double kruvim. There is the kruvim that are baby face, and those are the kruvim that were manifesting in the in the in the on top of the kapiras. They were both baby face, and then in atzilus, however, they're human face, they're adult face, and that's the difference. There is. Because we said this, that there is Torah the way the Torah is Baruch Hu, in Atzilus, in its infinite, that's called human phase. And then there's Torah as it shrinks and it comes down in a more human form. So as that translates into the actual structure of the Luchais, is the Luchais themselves are the, are the Torah of Atzilus. It's in, a, it's, it's in a physical thing, but it's the Torah of Atzilus. The Kruvim are representing the second descent of Torah. The Torah becomes, Torah becomes more of a human Torah. Amperavra becomes a child face. So in a sense, Torah is called, why am I saying this? Because Torah is called Adam. Where do we see Torah is called Adam? Zois Torah, Adam Kiyamas Ba'el. So we always learn out that Torah is, is Adam. But, oh, but that's not baby. That's an adult face. So the lucha is that's Adam. That was the face of Adam. Even though you didn't see Adam, you saw luchais. But what are the luchais? And there's two luchais. It's probably the, the male and female element, the two luchais. But what? Of adult, adult face. You didn't see a face, but it's the... And then the kruvim is the idea of this... Of of the 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 um, mature face of Adam, which is the idea of Torah taking an infinite leap 
to present itself to us in a baby form, which is the Torah that we're studying down here, dealing with Gashmias, but it's the very same Torah that is in the Luchas, which that is the, 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 the first manifestation of Yis. Because even Torah and Atzilus is also, is also a Chiddush. Because Chachmasi Ritzayinah Shal HaKadosh Baruch is beyond any kind of, of Indian. It's one with the Oyrein Sof. So the fact that it should even come into a Tzi or Adam is already an Indian of Yisoyed Abba. It's the Chachmas' ability to be Mashpia, to become Luchais. But then it drops again to become Kruvim. Now the Kapoires represents a Darga that's higher than both. It's higher than the Luchais and it's higher than the it's higher than the Luchais, and it's higher than the Kruvim. It's makif both. It's makif the, the Luchais, you see. The Kapoiris is a cover for the Luchais. So it's a makif, it's, a, it's an encompasser above the Luchais. It's also an encompasser above the Kruvim. Because the Kruvim are coming out, mina Kapoiris. So what's the idea? Because Chachma, no matter how high it is, Chachma is already the beginning of what we call Or Pnimi. It's Oros Bekele. Chachma is already, you're, you're, you're capturing it in a Kele. The whole idea of Chachma is you understand it, you're grasping it, you're, you're, you're absorbing it. That's why we know that um, Torah is called Mazayin for the Neshama. What's the, what's the idea of food? How does food nurture you? Food nurtures you by taking it in, you're digesting it, you're ingesting it. You're eating it, you're, you're absorbing it, it's becoming inside of it. So it's representing a level of the divine that somehow is possible to come into Kelim. And that's in general what Hasidus refers to as Arpnimi or Memalekal Almond. The fact that the Abishter is low, condenses his light to be Kelimable, to be going to a Kelim. But then we know that there is the Oren Saif itself, the light of Keser. What's Keser? Keser is Ein Sof. Keser is not possible. There's no thought that can grasp it. So Keser is in a state, and that's called the Oren Saif HaSoiviv Kalal. That which is encompassing infinite. And that's the Kapoiras. So the Kapoiras, and similar, I mean, example, Similar to Keser, the light of Keser is, is, reveals itself not in Torah. In Torah, you're not tapping into the energy of Keser. In Torah, you're, ta- you're tapping into the, le- the level of Chachma. Chachma is already an Urpanimi. How do you tap into the level of Keser? Through mitzvahs. Physical actions of mitzvahs, even though they're lower than Limudat Torah, I mean, it's, it's a physical action as opposed to an intellectual study. But it's higher. Because how many mitzvahs do we have? 613 plus 7, the Rabbanon, is Keser. That means that Dafke in the... Why? Because the mitzvah... And what's Keser? Keser is higher than Chachma. What's higher than Chachma? Ratzayim. You take a look at a human being. Your Chachma is one particular facet of your soul. Your Ratzayim is your very you. And your Ratzayim is equal in your entire body. Your Ratzayim is Shailat equally. Chachma is in your brain. It influences the rest of your body. Ratzon is everywhere. That's why anywhere in your body is dominated by Ratzon equally. The will of the body dominates your nose and your toes equally. Actually, the toes are a little better than the nose. You, you, you have complete domination 
of every Ratzin, because the Ratzin is not a specific in the person. Ratzin is the person himself. In, in terms of Ebishter, what's God himself? Not a particular Koyach of the Ebishter, but the Ebishter himself is, 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 is the light of Keser, the Urin Seif. And that's the Ebishter's Ratzin that's captured in Mitzvahs. But precisely because it's so lofty, because it's so ain't soif, precisely because it didn't come down on Urpanimi, it's for that reason that you can't, that, that mitzvahs you can't you can't understand them. So mitzvahs are not mazain. Mitzvahs don't serve as food, nutrition for your soul. Mitzvahs, and Zohar it says that mitzvahs are what? Levushim for the Nisham. A mitzvah is a garment for the soul. Mitzvah is a garment. The neshama needs garments in Gan Eden. What's the idea of a garment? So we know that a garment of a person, on the one hand, it's less than your food. Food, you need a garment. But you know that it says in Kabbalah that the makifim of the person's neshama reside on your levushim, on your garments. That's why the mekubalim and chasidis and we're very makbid on the idea of levushim. Levushim are very, very serious. Because on the levushim reside the, the ur makif of the There's a certain part of the neshama that goes into the body. And there's the makifim. So there's levels of makifim. There's a makif akarev, a closer makif that resides in a person's clothing. And then there is a makif harachik which resides in a person's home. It's also a makif. But that's the idea of makifim. Mitzvahs because mitzvahs because they're so ainsof, because they're so believable, because they're so ainsof. That's why we can't. It's you surrender to the Eberster's Ratzin. You don't try to understand it. You do what the Eberster wants. You're touching light of Kesser in a mitzvah, and that's why it becomes a levush for your neshama. Not a, not a, not a. So now, and that's the, and that's the parochas, the kapoiras, the kapoiras. And that's why you see an interesting thing. Where was the ikker giloy of, of shechina in the Mishkan? Where was the ikker giloy? Not the kruvim, not the arayin, not even the luchais. The main Giloy Shechina was Allah Kapairas. Mi Bein Because the Kapairas is the, is the seat for the Orient Saif. Oh, but then, then let's just leave it by there. No. Because you want to be able to take it in also. You want to be able to grasp and understand. That's already the beginning of Torah process. Yeah, first Luchais, that's the adult face. An adult understanding. An Atsilostiga understanding. It's like if you would understand Torah like the Arizal understood it. It's like in its pure mystical, ain't softiga understanding. And it's, then there is the Torah as it shrinks to us and we can speak a sugi of Shoshanaga Chasapara. We know what a Shoir is, we know what a para is. We know, we're dealing with stuff that we can have a achiza on because it comes down into the baby face of the Kruvim. But that's already or pnimi. Kapoires is what? Or makif. Now the light, he's going to say, of the makif, the light of the kapoiris is so vast and so much greater 
than the, than the lights of the Kruvim, that compared to the, to the, to the, to the light of the Kapoires, to the ancient sof of the Kapoires, both Kruvim are equal. Talking about the Kruvim, one Kruv is, we said earlier, the descent of the Oirein Sof. The other Kruv is what? The rising of us to connect to the Abishter. So it's like creation rising to God. The other one is the con- condensing of the Abishter towards us. So that's so much bigger. The male is so much bigger than the female. Once the Oirein Sof is coming into Kalim, it's equally far from the Oirein Sof like the creation. So that's why they're to the Kapoires, both Kruvim are absolutely equal. It's another reason why they're equal. Because once you have the Yisgalos of Kapoires, Kesar Echad Lushneim, it equalizes both of them. So now let's see. Elchein, Vegama Kapoires Valuchis. So hold on. Bizman, וגם בכנס מעקב על הלוחה שבאורן, שהם בכנס יסוי דאבה שנסלאפ שבסיה, בזמן המקדוש והמקדוש. בזמן המשכן והמקדוש. The time of the Mishkan and the base of Mikdash. But here's the amazing thing. ובזמן נעליוי סקרובים. So it comes out from this whole, from this whole set. What's the lowest in them? From this Gansa parish over here, the whole set that we have over here. The, the Kapiris is the highest. The Lucha is... And the Arain, now by the way, in terms of a human body, it says like this. The Luchais are the brain. That's the Moichen. The Arain is the Kruma Sha'ala Moichen. There's a certain membrane that's on the brain. Which in Hilchas Trefis, if there's a, if there's a little, if there's a little uh, puncture in the Kruma Sha'ala Moichen, on the membrane that's on the brain, it's right away possible. The masho, even the tiniest bit. So that's the orin, is the kruma sha'alavach. And what's the kapoiras? So it says the kapoiras is the galgalta. Galta is the skull. Now we know like this that the Tzemach Tzedek brings to this Indian that when a person is found um, dead and we need to identify the person so the Gemara talks about over there that the identification can only be when you can see the face from the two eyes and down the nose, the eyes but if you can if you, if you only for whatever reason the person is covered and you can only see the metzach the forehead and up it's not a, it's not a considered an identification. Only from, and the reason for that is, he explains, because the metzach, mitzcha, and galgalta is levels of ein sof, and over there the person is not called adam yet. Adam starts. See when the Eber, is the Eberster an adam or is the Eberster not an adam? Oh, from Atzilus and down is a face of adam. From Chochme and down is face of adam. Metzach, Galgoyles, this is, this is still levels of Keser, of Ein Sof. Over there we say, Kiloy Adamu, the Ebeshter is not an Adam. We're not talking about Nishta Mensch in a negative way. Nishta Mensch in a positive way. Above being a Mensch. Ein Sof. Beyond all, 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 all things. So that's the, that, and the Madrega of Kapoires is the Madrega of Galgoyles. 
Ubizman but up. And so what's the lowest? The lowest of the Kruvim. Because the Kruvim is what? Ze'eran, Pin, and Malchus. Um, the Arayim is Chachma. Yesoid Chachma. The Arayim, the, the, the Lucha is yeah? But the, this is the Eiran, Pin, and Malchus, which is the lowest. Especially the female uh, uh, cherub. But yet we see an amazing thing. That when the Kruvim lifted their wings, they were elevated. And when they soared, they didn't just soar themselves. They elevated the Luchas with them. And not only did they elevate the Luchas with them, they even elevated the Kapairas with them. What's the Mila of the Kruvim? The Mila of the Kruvim are that they have wings. Mila means the quality. What's the quality that the Kruvim have? The Kruvim have over the others is that the Kruvim have wings and they don't have wings. And what does wings do? Rings can lift up. So what does that mean? The wings represent Avavayira love and fear. Now on the deepest, deepest, highest levels of connection to the Ebershter, there is no love and fear. In Atzilos, there's no love and fear. Love and fear. Why is there no love and fear in Atzilos? Why is there no Avavayira? Because where the Ebershter's MS is so strongly pronounced and revealed, you can't love, you can't fear, because you don't have any self-awareness. There is just pure bittle. There's just absolute nullifications and the garnished Israel. Like it says by Moshe Rabbeinu, didn't have a love of Hashem. He had no feeling, no hergish of self. I love, you have to be a Metzias in order to be able to love. So in Atzilus, this total bittle, silence, nullification, garnished, Einoid Movada, Einoid Rebishtim. In Olam Asiyah, in our lower world, since we are living in separate consciousness, and we have a Matthias of self, so we can have love of Hashem and fear of Hashem. And we can do mitzvahs with excitement, with fervor, with passion. So it comes out that our love and our fear is showing on what? On a chisarin. The fact that we have love and fear is, is a chisarin. But the Rebbe is saying over here, the Alter Rebbe says, no, no, no. It's true, it's a chisarin. But that's the ultimate shuk of what the Abishta wants, that we should be in a relationship with our love and with our fear. And therefore, dafka the love and the fear that comes from the lowest madrega of the Kruvin, that are in Oilam which means a simple Yid who's living in Oilam and is doing a mitzvah with the chayas, and he has a simcha, and a, and a, and a rotzai, and a rotzai v'shuv, and, and his, he's got his wings flapping. That's what elevates all the parts of him, of Atzilus, higher, and I, ooh, even the Kapiris, even Kesser is elevated even higher. Dafka from the Dafka from the Kruvin. He says it all over here very cryptically, but the Tzemach Tzedek explains this this Nikudah. Let's see. at the time when the Kruvim are elevated, they elevate also the Kapiris, Vahaluchais and the Luchais La Atsilas Tatsilas. Lachenk Siv. 
that they shelter. Seichichim is a Lashon Schach, that they're giving, the fact that they're sheltering the, the, the Kapoiris is a sign that there is a certain, they're being mamshich on the Kapoiris, something that the Kapoiris doesn't have. That even the kapoiles is elevated. It says that one of the one of the things it says about the ikfas of the mashiach. It says that in arim penezikenim yalbinum, youngsters will 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 cause shame to the zikenim. Will embarrass the Canaan. People will have no respect for the elders. <laughs> Reminds me, today I saw in the news. It's amazing where the, what's going on. There's a guy in India. I don't know if you saw this. There's a guy in India who decided that he's suing his parents for bringing him into the world without his consent. He's taking them to court. His parents didn't consult with him whether, they, whether to bring him into this world. So therefore, he's suing them that they're responsible for everything in his life. They have to pay every bill of his. Because they brought him in. They're, 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 they're for, and more than that, he's giving a whole thing that you don't have to respect your parents. It's the opposite. Parents have to take care of the children. The whole thing, you know, it's the whole crazy. And it's funny, his parents answer, and they're both lawyers in India. So he said, the point, they pick, but I thought this would be a fascinating, the entire, because the Gemara has a whole question. There was a whole question in Aliyah, in, in Aliyah's space uh, there. They were questioning, if it's Noyach Adam Shanivra, or Noyach Shaloy Nivra. The Machloikas Bishamay Basil said they were going on and on at this for a very long time uh, about Noyach Shanivra and Noyach Shaloy Nivra. And the mother says, like, number one, if he could have given us a way of how we could have consented with him, or, or, how he could have gotten his consent before, <laughs> before he was born to, to, to whatever, just, why am, I, why am I saying this? Because, oh, I'm remembering this, that it says, that the youngsters won't have respect for the elders. It's a very deep thing. The elders are called, remember we said before, there's, there's, there's the face of human and there's the face of the child. The mila of the human, the, the adult face, it says, is the mila of the adult face is they have a zakon, they have a beard. There's a canem, have a beard. The young are lacking, which shows on gadlo samoichem, because beard only grows when you reach a maturity, like at an older age, a person's filling of a beard, when they're around 20 years old, they have already a beard. Because that comes from gadlo samoichem. So, Amperavrava, the large face, has, has Gadlo Samoichim. Amperzutra, the small face, doesn't have Gadlo Samoichim. But the Tzemach Tzedek says, but you know what they do have? They don't have Gadlo Samoichim, but they have wings. The Adam Agadol doesn't have wings. The child has, the cherubs has wings. And that's the idea that, and with their wings, which means, because you, and what, when you have Gadlo Samoichim, you can't love and fear the Ebeshter, as I spoke earlier. Why can't you love? Because we have Godless Amoch and the Abish is so real, you're so bottled that you can't even bring yourself to love. God is your passion. You're just like a, you totally nullify Tasha. But we said that Dafka, the passion and the fire, for whatever reason, is Shoresh, very high, and it's able to, that's the meaning of Zike, Na'arim, the, young, the youngers are who? That's the Ampera Zutra, that's the small face. 
the face of those who have a zakein, which is a beard, yalbinu, they're going to whiten them, which means they're going to elevate the zakeinim to a higher giloy as a result of their immature avoda. It's an amazing thing. That, okay, yeah, our chisarin, our lacking, that's our milo. Precisely because we don't have the full degree of bitl, we're able to get excited about a mitzvah, and not be nullified by God's will to the point where we don't, we can't, you know, and that, and that, and, and that's the ultimate elevation. In any case, but this was as long as what, as long as the base Hamikdash was standing, you had all this incredible godliness manifesting all the way down where, all the way down here in Olam Asiyah. But the Acharachorben after the destruction of the base Hamikdash. The, 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 the Zun, went back to Atzilus. That means we don't have in our physical world a manifestation and a drawing down of them into this, into this state. So this whole unique, unbelievable, godly phenomenon that came all the way down to Olam Asiya Agashmi is not, is, not, is not here anymore. It was interrupted. It did not return anymore to, re, to enclose itself in the world of Asiya Gashmias, in, 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 the, in the physical Asiya Gashmias. And even in the second base of English, they were never able to replace. Why? We know that the, we didn't have the Arain then, they didn't have the Kapoir, they didn't have the Kruvim. So that whole thing that Elokus should be so present all the way down in the physical world, we weren't able to capture that again. Until the third base of Mingdash, But it doesn't mean that we can't channel down here in this world. We can have the same giloi, but it's not manifesting in the chitzonius of the world. That means in the concrete physical reality that you should be able to see the Ebrister as he's taking on a physical form in those two cherubs. The oiring, that not. But it's happening, the Pnimiyas Oilam, it means in Nishmas Yisrael, it is taking place. In the Vishachamti Besoicham, Betoichkol Echad Veyechad, that's called Pnimiyas Oilam, that's where the Abishta still has a Mishkan. And there's still Kruvim over there. How? Are you the Esek When a Yid is learning Torah, the same Gilu that happens in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, like it says, Ein Lot Meshachar Beis Amidosh, Ein Lakodesh Baruchu, the Abishta doesn't have any other thing, Ela Dalar Amis, Shalalach. So in the Dawud Amasalacha is the same Giloy that was in the base of English. But it's taking place in Pinimius Oilamis, which means inside. So in Bayashani, they did have it. They didn't have it but in that that was the that's in the Bayashani was when the, the whole era of the Tanoyim came about. And they were the ones who learned Torah and gave us Torah Shabalpah. And they brought down this giloi in their neshama and threw them into all neshamas. The achrav, and then after Bayashani, even during the time of Golis, bahalachis in the halachis. Because what are the halachis? Shehem pnimius ratzana elyon. The halachis is the deepest inner desire of God. It's the ratzana elyon. So it's orin sof. And yet, it's being shayran a yid's neshama. When you're learning a halacha, the orin sof. Of Kesar is now manifesting in you. Shaloin is Gala Bachachmi Lo Tarish Abiksa. And he's saying Dafkin Tarish Bopet. 
Because we know in Torah Shabbat if you're learning Chumash all day, you don't know what the Ebeshter's Ratzayin is. Because Torah Shabbat does not reveal his Ratzayin. Dafke Torah Shabbat Peh. As it is known, that the woman of valor is higher than her husband. That means that in Torah Shabbat Peh, which is called woman, there is a higher giloy of Ratzayin than there is in her husband, which is in Chachma, in Torah Shabbat so today's days, we can also have the Gilu. Now what's interesting, that you see the gist of the Mimer is explaining the, the, the equality of, of the Malchus to the, to the Zerab. But Bismana Zer, he suddenly is talking differently. He's talking that there is Dask in her, not in him. Because I guess the time of Golos is already a Hachana for the time of Mashiach. The whole Avoid of Golos is prepared for the time of Mashiach. And what's, what's going to happen when Mashiach will come? She's going to be higher than him. So even in the time of Golos, when we don't have any more Omishkan for the, for the Indian to manifest Mitzad, Mitzad, um, mitzad uh, from, from above, and it's only taking place in those that are learning Torah, but even now, it's be'ikr in the feminine Torah more than the masculine Torah. Which means more in the halachis of Torah Shabbat than it is in Torah Shabbat what, what is the, What is we saying that it is? What? That the Oyrein Soif is Nimshach. Oyrein Soif is Ratzayin. And where is the Eberst is Ratzayin is Gala? Dafkin Torah That's why, by the way, the Lubavitcher Rebbe instituted you should learn Rambam. I, I, I always struggled with it, but for the last two years, I took it seriously and I started learning it. And, and to the point where now I'm learning three chapters a day and it's occupying most of my day and it's good. Because it's, what do I do for a living? I learn Rambam all day. <laughs> Not all day, but it's so much of the day. To, now it's a little easier, it's Karbanis. When he gets to Taharis and he gets to Mikvahis, it's a little crazy over there. But what's so special about that? You can learn Gemara. Learn, learn Dafayoni. It's good. The problem with learning Gemara is that you don't have halacha. You have a shakal of but what's the halacha? Unless, you, unless you're learning the Gemara so well that you're getting down to halacha. But when you're learning Rambam, you have halacha psukha. I don't always pass it like the Rambam, it's a different story, but you have, and what you have is, you, have, you, you go through the entire body of halacha of the entire Torah, which you don't have in any safer, because Shulchan Aruch doesn't have that. Shulchan Aruch only deals with Zman Hazeh. If you want to have the entire Ratzon Elyon, what's God's entire Ratzon? You have to learn all the halachis of Teresh And where do you have all the halachis of Teresh Only in Rambam. Because he gives you the entire, and the Rambam himself says, that all you need is Chumash and my book, and you have the entire. But the mile of that is this idea. You can become a Beis Amigdash because you have Ratzon Elyon Shaira dwelling inside of you Dafka, it's Nizgala, in Chach, in Tayr Shabbat, Eishas Chayel, Ateres Baila. Anyways, uh, that's it. You came just in time for the finale. This week we had the smallest mimer ever, but I said it's going to take 10 minutes. We got an hour and how much did we get? Yeah. Almost two hours. Yeah. An hour and 45 minutes. Eishas Chayel, Ateres Baila. Next week, it's not going to be such a picnic. Next week, is probably going to be three, four hours. It's a long... 
Mazel Tov.